Yoga Mindfulness Culminating Podcast. It's no secret that human socialization has been on a decline in the past years, and that can partially be attributed to the automation of many social aspects in our day and age. Our everyday life has been affected by our need for solitude. At the banks we use ATMs, and the grocery store we use self-checkout. Engineers have been unknowingly creating these creations in our society because they unknowingly are craving it themselves. Most of the time, an easy fix for feeling down is to just sleep. We learned in this class just how important sleep really is. And yeah, most people say, well, they got their eight hours of sleep, so they can't have a sleeping problem. But that is one of the biggest myths about sleep. Children, teenagers, adults, and elders all need completely different durations of sleep. Sleep doesn't only heal your soul, but can heal your physical body as well. Sleep gives the body time to repair tissue and strengthen your immune system. It's much more active than you would imagine doing all of this to heal. And yet 70% of Americans still have sleep problems. presentation we watched had a woman talking about what she taught her young group of girls to counteract their negative self-talk. One small change you can make is to not deny compliments when you receive them. Say thank you and spread that positivity to someone else. Having supportive friends is key to maintaining this positivity throughout one's day to day. The speaker had a childhood friend named Lily who she used as an example of this type of friend who would support her through every decision and negative words she had to tell herself. Yoga first originated in northern India, where it meant to unite. It can be split into six time periods, pre-Vedic, Vedic, pre-classical yoga, classical yoga, post-classical yoga, and modern yoga. The main premise behind why yogis practice this, we believe, is to find their true inner light, their soul. There are eight different limbs of yoga. The ones we studied most in this course were the yamas, the niyamas, and pranayama. The yamas are a kind of social restraint, while the niyamas were personal observance. Pranayama was more of an action, the act of breath control. Two ways we practiced this breath control was through ocean breath and square breath. Ocean breath is a way to fully expand the lungs, and square breath is done by holding your breath for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, holding for four seconds, a full square. Through this kind of practice, one can calm their natural breaths down to five or six breaths per minute, rather than the usual 14 breaths.
One of the most important things I've found that we studied in this class was gratitude. We read about several cases where two different groups of subjects are linked with either positive or negative language, and in the end it was determined that it was not the profusion of positive words, but it was in fact the lack of negative language that made these people more grateful. Another way language can be used in yoga is through a personal mudra. Mudras are a great way to accept even more positive and healing energy into the body. So picking a goal to think about with your mudra can help focus one's mind. Thank you for listening to my yoga culminating podcast. I hope you are well and healthy.